Hey guys, welcome back to Talk H4. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Lourdes. And today's topic is going to be the origins of H4. And we've called on a very special guest, the founder of H4. <laughs> oh, do I do want to introduce <laughs> Oh, is that me? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, let, we're editing that right now. I'm just kidding. Hi. Yeah, this is Glenn Reyes. I'm the founder of H4 Community. And I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. We're excited to have you, Mr. Glenn. Awesome. Okay. Even after I screwed up? <laughs> it's okay. We can edit it out. Yeah, whatever you no, don't want in, in, we can edit keep it, it out. Keep it in. That's okay. Anyway, uncut, uncut interview. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You should always do that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Anyways, sorry. Okay. So our first question is, if you could sum up H4 in about one sentence, what would you say? H4 is building a community of go-givers and goal-getters. And we're really trying to help people do what they love and help others um, help others get what they want as well, right? So it's do what you love, but help others too. Wow, I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and for the people who are new listening, what is H4? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's true. That's like, what is H4? Um, what does H4 stand for? Well, originally H4 actually stood for how hip hop helps. Um, Cause one of my biggest dreams was to help students with um, all the life skills that I learned through hip hop. Um, I actually, when I speak to students um, and I started doing keynote talks, I used to tell them how much, uh, how much I actually struggled after university, didn't really find a lot of work <laughs> with a university degree. And then I kind of go down this whole story of, but guess what? I started doing what I love. I got back into hip hop and I realized that a lot of the life skills that I used as an adult was me as a b-boy like breaking on stage and performing on stage learning confidence creativity things like that uh and then i was like well why don't i teach students life skills through hip-hop so that's how h4 was born with how hip-hop helps um it actually started off with uh, an adult uh, a group of you know adults talking about doing what they love we used to find any and every place to just get together. Like we would literally be in a basement or like in a condo or at a restaurant and we would have these H4 sharing sessions. So it was kind of crazy that to see where it kind of landed. And that was way back in like 2012, 2013. So fast forward till today, I actually created something called the Cypher program, which was a leadership through dance initiative. And then that's, actually led to me meeting a couple of students from Maria Gretti, Steph and Michaela. And Steph and Michaela really uh, changed the dynamic of what how hip hop helps was. And I realized, wow, we're not really doing much hip hop anymore. But I realized that if I wanted to get to a lot of students, I needed to work with students. Uh, Steph and Michaela actually uh, really started the account and I realized we had to rebrand and that's how H4 community was born. So H4 community now, since it's not hip hop specific, I really wanted to encompass, I wanted to keep the H4 name um, and really describe what we're trying to do. The H4 now stands for uh, how happy habits help community. Um, But you know, that's kind of like a tongue twister. So we keep it with H4 community. Is that a good summary? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was good. Really good. That was yeah. really good. We were hoping you were going to mention the hip hop part. Yeah, well. That's so iconic, Mr. Glenn. It's still, it's, it's like the coolest um, 
origin story ever. It's yeah. like really well, from hip hop yeah. to students. Oh, thanks. Well, it's still there, you know. Like I, I hope some, you know, students are into hip hop. But I truly believe that we kind of have to be a little bit more hip hop. And I'm not talking about just school or or people in general. I'm talking about it as a society um, because I was like inspired by how hip hop literally came from nothing into a billion dollar industry. Because we're talking about a culture that just kind of started with nothing, you know, like they were just kids making music, scratching, uh, making music and in in in, in, the, in in ghettos, right? Uh, and then running these house parties, and then all of a sudden it grew into this worldwide phenomenon, all through creative passion. And I realized if we can emulate that in society, then we'd be a lot better off. So. I'm trying to find ways to ignite uh, creative passion in students. And so that hip hop element is still there. Maybe we're not rapping or DJing or MCing, um, but I kind of feel like if we're creative with this podcast or if we're creative on Instagram, that's hip hop to me, if that makes any sense. So yeah, still there. <laughs> nice. Okay. What was the most challenging thing about making H4? The most challenging thing about making H4 was really finding the right niche. Again, I started in 2013 trying to find ways to uh, get people together and build a community. So for years, I was like, okay, well, maybe it's not 30-year-olds who want to hang out and talk about passion, <laughs> right? I was like, maybe I'll go uh, and, and start it with university students. So I actually started lecturing at, at uh, I started lecturing at York University for my old professor who became a mentor of mine. Uh, and then I tried working with university students and then that didn't work. And I was like, okay. So then I was like, well, maybe I should go work with high school students. And then tried working with high school students a little bit. Um, I've been in Catholic student leadership for, I don't know, five, six, six years or so. And then that didn't work um, at first. And then I started working with elementary school. I just kept going down and <laughs> just trying to find people who'd be interested in this. And like I said, it was it was just finding the right people. So it's kind of like, I guess I got lucky with the year that happened when I got a chance to meet the students from Goretti, from Rio Goretti and, and Steph and Michaela, because they really catapulted the whole thing and then which turned into what you see today. So I guess the hardest part was finding the right people. Okay. Well, so our next question is, how has H4 grown over the years? Which you kind of touched up on a little bit. I think H4 has really gone through some random evolutions. It's like like a Pokemon. <laughs> um, started <laughs> off as this one thing, and then it turned into another. And then it kind of like evolved into something that I like never actually dreamed of, to be honest. I didn't expect to be working with hundreds or even thousands of high school students. Um, it was never really in my, it was it just wasn't my idea to do it. Until, again, I met talented people and, and I felt this gut feeling like, oh, this is the right thing to do. Because I, I talk a lot about purpose when I, when I speak to students and I say, hey, you know, what do you really want to do, right? And one of the things I've always wanted to do was uh, help people figure out who they are and how they can contribute to the world. So that's like my personal life mission, right? So it didn't have to be students. It could be adults. Like it could be anybody. I just want to help people figure out who they are help them learn about their own God-given gifts and, and, and figure out how they can help people with them. And then, so I, I was like preaching this for like years, um, but it's when I met 
you know, this group of students who just kind of continued to, 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 to help out. And, and it's, I, like, I was just talking to the students about this uh, the other day. I was like, you know, what really helped grow H4 and evolve was just us being consistent and consistently putting out all this content and, who would have thought Instagram would have brought all these kids together, right? So, um, I think I think that's how I hope I answered your question, but I think that's how it evolved. It was just us kind of like being consistent with putting out our messages, and yeah, and now you're seeing it evolved into a podcast. You know, <laughs> like it's doing a lot of different stuff, just consistently bringing people together, right? So, I feel like it's super cool how it started with Steph and Michaela, and now it's just huge community and I don't know it's just so cool how it, that evolved yeah. and, and also Elizabeth and I were talking about this like the other day how most of us have never ever met each other in real life we've only ever talked over like google meets and facetime and, like <laughs> instagram group chats but we've never actually met each other like at all oh the pandemic that's yeah. sad I know but then it's like, oh, you've never met these people, but with some of the other H4 people, you have such like a good connection with yeah. them. And it's all because of H4. Oh my gosh, that makes me really happy. That's that's really cool. Because that's, you know, essentially what we're trying to do is build a community, right? It doesn't have to be online. We're trying to build relationships. and Because I truly believe that if you get enough people together working on common goals, uh, you could really make a strong impact. So um, I think this is really cool to see and hear that. Um, that makes me feel good because it makes me you know sometimes i question it's like man are we doing the right thing or is this is this going the way that you know we we plan but uh, i guess one of the life lessons i learned is like sometimes uh god has different plans for you and then you just kind of go with it and this feels right right this is like the gut feeling i went with and it's kind of cool to see all the students just you know come together and do some awesome stuff hmm. i think it's cute how like we're all friends we're all family just, yeah so. just literally through instagram that's so crazy to think about you know like elizabeth and i are best friends and we've never met each other we don't go to yep. the same high school or anything oh my gosh really <laughs> yeah and it's all through instagram huh yeah elizabeth oh. and i were oh. accountability partners so that's how we met that's really cool actually um to give some background so when i was in high school i was part of a a, a hip-hop group called fifth element because uh there was at the time, uh, there's four elements of hip hop, DJing, MCing, graffiti art, and, and, and breaking or breakdancing, which is a weird term, but b-boying or b-girling. And we had this crew. We didn't have Instagram. This is how old I am. Okay. There was no Instagram. There was no Facebook. Um, but because we had hip hop, we had crews from all these other schools. And it was kind of cool because we were all from Scarborough. Well, most of us, we had people from Vanier people from Pope, people from MT, um, a couple of people from, um, what's the, St. Mike's, St. Mike's. And we were just this hip hop crew. And, you know, it's not, it wasn't about like the medium, right? Um, sorry, it wasn't about the technology. It was about finding a way to consistently come together for goals. And we used to perform and do shows and do this all. And, and it was kind of cool. Like we would go, um, and, and, and see, like, just perform on stage in, in different schools and talent shows and, and different universities. And we just kept running parties, <laughs> you know? Uh, and then from that, 
it was just kind of cool. Like we just consistently come together um, and built this community. Right. And it's cool. Cause some of those guys are still, I'd say my closest friends today. And I was like, wow, I kind of want to see that happen again, but you know, I, I didn't expect it. Like, I, I mean, ideally it would have been cool if there was like the same kind of hip hop group. Um, but one of the things I really questioned was what if we tried to do things in terms of like social impact? So yeah, it was kind of cool that we were popular. <laughs> like the group uh, got pretty big in, in Toronto, but I was like, what if those kids actually focused on an important project? So now you're seeing H4 as that evolution. Cause I was like, this is what would happen if, if kids came together to, to, to make a social impact. Um, so that's why I do H4. Is there any future goals or plans for H4 you have in mind? Oh, all the, <laughs> a lot. Um, again, the whole goal is to make sure that students are um, learning the life skills that I wish I knew when I was your age. So my big goal is to hopefully find an actual community space where we can all actually come together. You know, like we're, I'd, I'd love a place where we could all hang out. Imagine if it was like, just a bubble tea shop. <laughs> think about it. That. You know, what if we had a bubble tea shop that we owned? Um, and then there's like a 3D printer in there. And then there's video games because it's the place to hang out. But then the whole purpose, again, is to come together consistently as a community and build community. And the huge goal is I truly believe that um, if you want to change a community, you have to engage everybody in the community. And I feel like we don't ask students enough. Like, for I got a question for you guys. Like, this whole pandemic and the way school was formed, did they even ask you how to do it? No. Nobody was consulted on what would be the best plan of action for any of this. Exactly. Because, I mean, we can get political about it, but that's mainly because, obviously, it's about parents and work, right? It's about parents yeah. and the government. But if we really wanted to come up with an amazing plan to help community, we should actually consult everybody in the community that includes students. So one of the things I, you know, question all the time is like, what if we engage students, right? What if we found like the smart students to come together to work on an actual goal together? What would happen? And I guess you guys are answering that question, right? So hopefully one day uh, H4 students solve homelessness. Hopefully one day H4 students solve unemployment. H4 students help, um, help, help the needy, right? One of the projects that we're working on right now that I'm super proud of, I didn't, I didn't even honestly think that this would happen so soon, but we're actually going to work on uh, a special needs project because, you know, building community, again, you can't forget anybody in the community. And I think far too often we forget about the students with special needs. So I was super proud to to hear the students want to actually work on that. Um, and I was like, whoa, this is, this is crazy. I didn't expect it to happen. So um, that's a big goal of mine. Can we get students to solve the biggest issues? Could you imagine H4 solves climate change? Like, <laughs> I would crazy. love that. <laughs> that'd be kind of crazy, you know? Um, you know, there's so many things out there right now. BLM, the, the women's movement. Like, I, I can't believe we're in 2020. And if you guys have the same job as a guy, the guy still gets paid more, you know, yeah. with the exact same 
<laughs> the exact same experience. It's kind of crazy to think that, right? So uh, maybe if we engaged enough uh, passionate students, they'd be able to solve some of these really big challenges. But first, how do we get there? Well, they got to, you know, really figure out what they want to do and, and, and build these success habits, right? So that's why it's how happy habits help community because they got to, they got to prepare for it, right? So uh, big goal, let's build these awesome habits to help as many people as we can. I love that. Um, do you want to just touch up on, because I'm super excited about the special needs program that H4 is doing. I've always wanted to work with special needs kids. Like when I'm older, I literally want to be a special needs teacher. Mm -hmm. um, do you want to like touch up on that a little bit? Well, I like a little backstory if you're comfortable with that. Yeah, I mean, one of the, so one of the teachers actually texted me, a teacher friend, and um, she said, um, that one of her students, and she's an online teacher, okay, for virtual school. And one of her students was like really struggling with school. And um, he would actually fail every single test at first, right? And it was so heartbreaking to actually hear or, or see this message because uh, one of the messages the, the, the student wrote in the side of, or whatever, on, I think it was like under, on his test. And he wrote, sorry, miss, I'm really trying hard. I just can't get it right or something like that. And I was like, that was so heartbreaking um, to, to see that because he doesn't actually have any support at home. Um, he's trying to do it and, and think he's autistic. I'm not really sure what, uh, what he has, but he's one of the special needs students. And he's just struggling because of the pandemic. And the students that are doing well, who also have special needs, it's because their parents are there with um with that student but this student in particular doesn't have anybody so i was like this sucks um and then i'm hearing some of the students were like it really sucks i have no friends and it bothers me to think that it's like if it's hard for anybody to make friends it's even harder for someone who probably doesn't look the same or speak the same way so i was like well what can we do about it and again, <laughs> I'm going to shout out to Steph because she was one of the first person to message me about it. And she's like, well, what can we do? So maybe H4 community is just Steph. I don't know. <laughs> she's just, no, but she, she was like, well, what can we do? And then, and then Pearly was like, oh, I want to, I want to work on this as well. So um, that inspired me to be like, all right, well, we got the team. Let's make it happen. Um, so our goal now is to obviously, hopefully include special needs students into our programming. I would love to create this program, like some buddy system where every week we just, it doesn't take a lot just to video chat for 10, 15 minutes with these students um, and get to know them, right? So can we do that? And that's the big goal. Can we just help them be part of the community and and really just just get to know them, right? I love that. That's making it awesome. much bigger than just students who are creating content, you know? Yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing. It's funny. This, the, the content part is, is just the goal piece, right? It could be anything, right? It doesn't have to be creating content. Like if I, let's just say students actually love doing math. <laughs> I know some, some do, but, and I gave out math problems every week. It would be the same effect, you know? But then you're like, no, that doesn't sound cool. Right. So maybe, and that's where the niche thing came out. So it's like, okay, well, how do we bring people together 
for with purpose. So it could literally be video games. I'm surprised we don't have a video game niche like up and running right now and a bunch of people just leveling up together. And that's the, the whole key component of it, right? So content, level up, get better at creating content. That's our goal and let's keep posting. But then it could be anything. It could be karate. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Bring people together to just start kicking stuff. That was really ignorant of me. <laughs> but, you know, it's just like, okay, but any space where we can bring people together consistently to work on goals, that's what H4 is all about. Um, next question. Your favorite and least favorite part of being in charge of H4. <laughs> My favorite part of being in charge. In charge feels weird because the way we built it is I give the exec community a lot of freedom to make decisions. Um, so the exec team, we actually vote, you know, for a lot of things. So a lot of the ideas that push, I may, I might bring it up, but they might veto it. <laughs> so I guess the best part about it is that the, it really is a community. So it's not just the guy at the top telling everybody what to do. The best part is the community makes the decisions for the community. So that's really cool. I think the most difficult part is, to be honest, right? Well, maybe financially right now. <laughs> it's like I don't think students know how much it costs to like print these T-shirts, and I'm not making any like I. So we don't have grants for everything. And just to be upfront, uh, let's just say it's more than a thousand dollars already. I'm in the hole. <laughs> okay, my Mr. Glenn. Uh, yeah, like. <laughs> It's probably a little bit more uh, if you actually include like the driving around and all that stuff. But I mean, the mentorship program, uh, I got some gas money for that. So that was good. Um, but then, you know, that's the tough part. It's like, how do I, you know, all of this stuff costs money. So I guess the big life lesson to everybody is like, it doesn't matter what you want to do, like whether it's like start a podcast or like play sports, the money has to come from somewhere. You know, so my joke to everybody is like, everybody's like, oh, education's free. It's like, education ain't free. You know how much teachers get paid, <laughs> right? Like, I want students to really see the financial aspect of a lot of things because a lot of free stuff are really expensive if you think about it. So H4 is built on the fact that, okay, well, we're trying to keep a lot of stuff going. Um, I'm always thinking about like, different funding opportunities so all that adult stuff and i'm hoping like students are really passionate about that like you know i wish one student's just like oh i love taxes <laughs> does the h4 taxes <laughs> but um you know just, that's the tough part so i'd say that the toughest part about it is just trying to keep it afloat it's kind of bittersweet because even if you really love something and you're willing to do it everything exactly. just costs money so it shows that you're really passionate about doing this and you're really doing it for like exactly well time. someone's got to do it right i mean that's why it's like i you know one of my big goals is like okay well i really love education and i want to help as many students as possible um how do i do that so this is kind of one of those avenues to do it and and i guess that big life lesson to everybody is if you're passionate about something um you're gonna have to invest a lot of time and money anyways right so even if it's basketball you know how you know how much costs to like travel across Canada or the states to play. Like hockey's really expensive. That's why it's not a very inclusive sport right now. Um, but th that's just really comes down to cost, time, and energy. 
right? So how much time you're willing to put into something. Um, but it, you know, hearing stories like like you girls and just saying, oh, we're best friends now and we haven't even met, like that keeps me going. That energizes me. If we can build more connections, that that keeps me going. I'll willfully pay for that. <laughs> that's really it. I think that's yeah, good. Unless covered, there's anything else you'd like to say, Mr. Glenn? Any other questions you might have? Mm, no, <laughs> I don't right. really have any other questions other than... I guess my last words would be like, I just hope everybody who joins H4 knows we're trying to help as many people as possible. So go out there and get people to follow H4, but also join some of the amazing initiatives that are coming out. I mean, we got a lot going on. We have H4 Doodle Diaries. We have H4 Impact. We have the Special Needs Project. We're actually starting an, a little niche that's kind of like an off-brand. Um, because it's inspired by H4, um, but not exactly H4, if that makes any sense. I mean, the people in H4 will be working on it, um, but it's going to be focused on uh, the Filipino community. Um, so watch out for that. Um, we're going to talk about like entrepreneurship. We're going to probably do some gaming, stuff like that. Like there's other ways to get involved. So if you find... Um, you know, you just have some friends who are actually thinking about always wanting to do something because um, they're bored after school, but they're not sure what to do. Kind of invite them to a session. Be like, hey, you know, check this out. You can help me with this podcast. You can help me with art. You can help me with this. Right. And um, just get more people involved. I like that. There's a little bit of everything for literally anyone. Because I remember when I first joined H4, it was just strictly you kind of make whatever content you want. But now there's certain niches to make certain types of content, if that makes sense, you know? Oh, 100%. I mean, that's why I'm so happy that y'all made this podcast because now you're creating, you literally created a new opportunity with your idea. And that's the point. <laughs> if people just kind of like, oh, I have this idea, great. So you need a plan and then you got to go with it, right? Um, and that's really what I want everybody to do. It's like, oh, if I have a plan, and I got an idea, I want them to run with it. But if nobody else wants to do it, and it's just you, then you got to come up with a better plan. Right? That's true. <laughs> so yeah, so this is really cool. So thank you for having me on. I really appreciate um, doing it. Thank you. Oh, this is fun. You for being awesome. Here. We'll do it again. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Talk H4. And thank you, Mr. Glenn, for being our special guest today. We really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you, girls. <laughs>